Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, David Cooper. David, you were here about a year ago. You are the CEO and founder of David Cooper Consulting. Thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you. It's good to be back. Well, David, again, for those who uh, uh, haven't been listening to our daily podcast and sometimes twice daily, uh, and and we're kind of going back well, they'd they'd have to be a big binge listener. Give us a quick overview of of the work you do and the impact that you have in the world. Okay, great. So we work with organizations and individuals on building resilience and dealing with burnout and leadership development. So been big topic right now. Yeah. And yeah. you work a lot in the healthcare industry as well. I can't imagine, you know, someone who's, you know, been on the front lines, um, you know, the all the extended hours. I've got friends in nursing and like Right. All, I mean, they're constantly being asked to pick up extra shifts and, right. you know, they, yeah, they get paid a little bit more money, but man, David, I mean, the, the human, you know, we, we only have so much capacity and if right. we're not nurturing ourselves, if we're not taking time for self-care, um, I don't care what your personality is, like it, it will burn you out and take its toll on you. And what we want to avoid is like a major crash. Right, right. So it's been particularly tough for nurses. So there's lots of discussion around physicians, but recently I saw a statistic where um, the rate of suicides with nursing has surpassed that with physicians, which is really sad. But it's all the things you just talked about. You know, it's having to work extra hours, you know, risking your life, uh, not having enough protective equipment and all kinds of all kinds of things. So we do a lot of work with with nurses right now. Yeah, yeah. And so um, what do your programs look like? Like, how are you engaging? What do you do? Uh, we do lots of different things. But um, one of the kind of most exciting programs we're doing right now is that we started offering nurses just a, uh, a coaching session, basically, where they could download, where they could vent they could like deal with some of their problems especially kind of some of the nursing leaders or the informal nursing leaders so that's been really successful we just launched a program with a a big community hospital in los angeles deals a lot with the underserved and we had 50 people within a week sign up for just a session to i want i want to talk about what's going on and, and what i'm dealing with so that has been really helpful. I want to say really successful, but it's not successful with this pain, but at least we can help with some of that suffering for sure. Yeah. So David, um, so say just general, let's talk generally. And, you know, a lot of folks that are listening um, to this podcast are bus- they're in the business world, like they're entrepreneurs, they've been in business for a while. Right. Um, they're at the helm, you know, they might have a small team. Um, but I, I, I sense that there are a lot of folks that are kind of like me. They're hard. They're very driven. Um, they have high and expectations of themselves. They want to succeed. They want to make an impact in the world. Um, their reputation matters to them. They they want to feel like they're never letting others down. Um, and so what I just laid out, um, 
you know, you're you're kind of buying into a certain kind of lifestyle that, you know, if you've been blessed with the capacity to do it, you know, you've probably lasted a little bit longer than others. But what I'd love, David, is if you could kind of maybe address that audience and kind of maybe take us through your prescription for what we can do to better sustain, you know, what we want to get done. Right. Well, I think I think it's really, really tough. And so yeah, I work a lot with senior leaders in healthcare and other businesses work in entertainment and government too. But I think uh, it, it's a couple of things. You, you need to do the practical things for self-care and then you need to do the inner work the things which kind of motivate you because it's easy to say, Oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to answer my phone at the weekend. But if you've got some kind of story going on in your head that if I don't answer the, the phone, I'm going to be a bad person. I'm going to let somebody down. And that applies to an entrepreneur just as much as a nurse. You know, I'm going to let my team down. I'm going to let myself down. If you're running that story, it can be really difficult. So we, we like to work with people like, well, what is that story? Where did that come from? Why did you, why do you think that you have to always do 110%? And that can be very positive doing 110%. But if you're always doing 110%, you 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 burn out. It's you know, it's um I was I was driving one time and suddenly my car just stopped. It's like, oh, well, guess you know, guess what? If you don't actually put oil in the car and you know, you don't the car just breaks down. It's the same thing. If you don't rest if you don't relax if you don't spend time with your family if you don't do other things that that can be a really problem really a big problem and all the things about resilience say that that the more community you have around you the better you have the stronger foundations you have the better you do and the better you if you've dealt with other experiences before if you can kind of come to it fresh rather than rehashing those experiences you do better too yeah. Um, in, you talked about recharging, right? Um, how can we, isn't this a type A thing to say, right? How can we maximize our recharge time? <laughs> I think that's the wrong question. Yeah. Recharger in the world. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, I talk to you know, people I'm coaching and uh, it's really about slowing down, which seems completely wrong way of doing it. But I know that when I'm, you know, I have 30, 40 people working for me. And when I'm just running, 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 what I'll do is I'll get an email. I'll look at it. I'll be pissed off about it or I'll be, I'll be super happy about it and I'll shoot off a response. And then my assistant will say, did you mean to say that? <laughs> Was that what you wanted to say? Is that, oh, no, I didn't want to say that. that. That wasn't what I wanted to say because I didn't take that second that moment to think oh, i'm not going to send that email so it's kind of slowing down can be really effective and and just taking a moment to reflect so some of the coaching we're doing with nursing one of the coaches recommended that um your nurses have to wash their hands all the time so when they're washing their hands rather than kind of stressing about the patient take a moment just to think about think about nothing that few seconds, you know, there's science and research which shows you you can kind of get back to uh, a more stable place. Yeah. Um, what about things like, um, you know, if if I have 
let's say I've got like 10 minutes in between meetings or something like that. What, what can I do in that 10 minutes? Or what should I be doing that, that would maybe help me? Yeah, well, that's not really a should. And then the, <laughs> Thank you. such an A-type, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's great. But in, uh, in that 10 minutes, it just, it, it just depends. The worst thing is you get on email. I think, you know, you're going to catch up or you go on. I mean, I mean, there's kind of negative ways of recharging. So going on Facebook or I was just on Twitter, kind of like sending out angry tweets about things I don't agree with. I don't think that was a very positive thing to do, really. But uh, walking, going outside for five minutes is great. Walking mm. around is great. You know, stretching, anything where you get the body moving is good. And then um, anything which, you know, anything which brings you joy, which maybe some people don't like that term, but anything which gives you pleasure. So, you know, calling your kids or calling your spouse or, you know, saying, hi, how are you? Sending them a note, something like that, which, which brings you joy can be really positive. Or um, looking at what you've accomplished. So instead of like all the things I have to do, looking at, oh, oh, I, what have I done this morning? Oh, I, I had that difficult conversation. I did that. Great. Good job. So having gratitude for what you can do and then gratitude to other people. So those are a few things. Mm-hmm. And all those are kind of based in research, like gratitude. You know, people who practice gratitude regularly have more positive outcomes, have better outcomes. You know, it's, it's interesting stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one thing that uh, I saw not too long ago in um, the news was a, a study about Zoom burnout. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's an absolute legit thing. Um, yeah. do, do you know uh, some of the details of that study and kind of what they found? I've seen seen different studies, yeah. And so one of my clients, they have Fridays. They If they have to do Zoom, then they're okay with people not being on camera. Mm. So there, and other places are kind of limiting time because people are zoomed out. And there's yeah. a there's some research that the the mind kind of plays tricks with us. So mm-hmm. you know, Zoom technology and, and other platforms, great technology. So it looks like you're right there. So my mind is thinking you're right there, but you're not. I can't smell you. I can't really, you know, all, the senses are not working at a hundred percent, but the mind thinks they are. So it's kind of confused. So it's it's stressful. So we that, there's some research around that, and and kids, you know, I have a teenage son who luckily he's in school and didn't have to do a lot of Zoom, but his friends, some of them do fine. Some of them it's disaster going from being an A student to failing classes because they just don't connect with Zoom. So it, it it's definitely something to think about, but. The other research is that people are not going to be going into the office as much. Most most people are saying that instead of doing, you know, five days in the office, you might do two or three. If you have the kind of job where you can do that, some people mm-hmm. can't. But you'll yeah. be in the office maybe two or three days a week. Not you know, more. one thing that I saw um, just in terms of like, you know, we're talking about, you know, some of the tricks that uh, being on Zoom all day plays on your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's actually emotionally exhausting uh, to be looking at yourself or at faces <laughs> like that yeah. for, for long periods of time. Yeah. And so, um, you know, one trick that they recommended was 
to hide the zoom window, hide, uh, you know, if you have a viewfinder or something like that, hide that. Yeah. Don't keep staring at yourself. Like a little bit is fine. uh, But constantly looking, you know, it's like um, if you've ever practiced that exercise of, you know, gazing into someone's eyes, um, what's a very connective experience. However, if you're doing that for eight to 10 hours straight, yeah. even the video version of it, right? Um, it, it's just very emotionally taxing. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, so I've actually done that um, where I, I hide the uh, Zoom window. I don't want to see my, I don't want to see my guest, even though I probably should. I hide the viewfinder. So I'm not looking at myself. Yeah. Um, and, and I, 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 Maybe it's just psychological. I don't know, but I feel like maybe that helps with sustainability. It's yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I I think that um, also on the kind of reverse side, some managers and leaders are very nervous about people not being in the office. So I've heard that from some of my clients. So when they're on Zoom, they're kind of you know policing it almost. Why is mm. he not happy? Why is it? Why is she not smiling? Why is this not going on? And then then that kind of scrutiny kind of plays up with, you know, their, their reports. So then you're kind of more stressed. So I think it's, yeah, it's interesting, but I do want to, I do want to think that there are some positives coming from the pandemic. I mean, not many, but I think one of them is that we're doing business differently. One of my clients said that um, they had to make decisions much faster because things were happening so much faster, but things and I heard this with a couple of hospitals, you know, things which had taken three months before took three days to do. So one of the you know, chief operating officers working with, she said, I don't want to lose that. I want to be able to have that quick decision-making, much more like a kind of startup would do. So some of those, you know, if, if you can kind of look at what was working from the pandemic and, and so many things weren't, and, you know, why we started offering we were offering free coaching to nurses at, at one point. Uh, and we just did because we felt so bad. Um, you know, we had one of our coaches get very sick and her daughter, who was, uh, I think, three or four, she got very sick and was in the urgent, uh, emergency room. We wanted to kind of give back. So lots of very negative things about the pandemic, but also some positive. So like how you do meetings, working remotely, being more creative, being more flexible. If you can think of some of those things. And then connecting maybe more with your roots and family, if you like your family. If you know, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, excellent. So um, any other tips that you'd recommend in terms of, um, you know, ad- advice for those that are like right now, they're like listening to this or like, man, I'm, ex- I'm exhausted right now. Okay, okay, great. Take a break. Uh, any other tips that you'd recommend? Well, I think it, it, it it's... One is that you can't do everything, being okay that you can't do everything. So a lot of physicians will kind of go with, you know, I I, I have to, yeah, if I'm paged, if I'm, you know, if I'm called as I'm leaving, I have to go because I'm the one who's going to be there. Mm. Uh, I, I need to work with my patient. But if you're exhausted, how are you really going to give great service? How are you going to really help? So being okay with you can't do everything. And then really looking at what, you know, what are the top three things you need to do? And I do this with my to-do list. I used to have a to-do list with like, you know, a hundred things on it. It's just kind of overwhelming. Now I have, like today I have, I have to talk to you. I have to 
do a proposal for Warner Brothers, uh, you know, I have to do like three things. Once those things are done, that's great. And then the other stuff, I just say, okay, it's going to get worked out. And I'm just trusting that it's going to get worked out. And it usually does. Now, some people may say, well, that's not going to work. But you can kind of try it when you have these when you when you never succeed because you always have these things on your to-do list, you, you kind of get demoralized. You have to keep kind of beating yourself up. You have to kind of keep giving yourself another carrot, which is, you know, more coffee or more donuts or or more whatever, you know, kind of addictive negative things. So if you can just think, okay, these are the three things I must do today. Let's get them done. And then once you've done this, okay, take a five-minute break and let's get to the next things much more positive than, than constantly, constantly, constantly. I need to do more. I need to do more. Yeah. You know, um, one, one thing that I, I posted this, um, cause you know, coming into this week, uh, I, I had, um, you know, just kind of looking at this, um, probably more than 40 appointments this week. Wow. Um, and so looking at it, you know, coming into Monday, I'm like, oh, man, it's, it's, I mean, I know I, I love what I do, but I, I know, what you know just looking at it on the front end is almost exhaust it's 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 exhausting right but yeah. so you know what my wife suggested um was that focus on how you're going to feel on friday when you look back and you see all the great things that you did mm-hmm. i'm so gra- i'm so grateful for people in our lives like that right yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and it was it was a great um it was a great shift, you know, or, or, um, you know, it's kind of a different perspective. It's like, yeah, you, you have a lot ahead of you. You're going to get them all done. And how mm-hmm. are you going to feel when you look back and you say, damn it, I did all that. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so that, that was a good reframe. That's what, that's the word I was thinking of. Yeah, definitely, definitely a reframe. So, and it, you know, we talk a lot about limiting beliefs. So if, if you think, you know, like I hear 45 appointments, like, oh my God, that's a lot. Yeah. But if you can say, okay, you know, I have a schedule that I have enough time to do that. Each one is going to be great. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Suddenly becomes, okay, I can do that. That's all right. But if you're going with like, what's going to go wrong? What's going to go wrong? <laughs> you know, it's like the people who find parking spaces and the people who don't find parking spaces. Uh-huh. You know, you can set your mind up. I'm going to find a parking space. And and then, you know, other people, you know, they're driving around for hours, getting more and more for us, never find a parking yeah. space. So there's part of like setting your intention, having a positive, actually reframing crap in, into something which is, you know, you're learning from rather than it's bad. Yeah. 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 Well, well David Cooper, um, your website uh, and, and uh, go ahead and share all of that and, and sure. you know, where folks should engage with you and, and sure. how they engage with you, what you have to offer them. Thank you, Josh. So uh, davidcooperconsulting.com, and it's C-O-U-P-E-R, because it's Scottish originally a long time ago. So that's David Cooper Consulting. And um, you know, reach out if we can help you with resilience and burnout. We talked a lot with healthcare, but it's not just healthcare. So we're, we're talking to some uh, point-of-sale people. So we're talking, you know, stores are finding that too. So even even in technology companies where maybe they won't impact us as much, there is that kind of burnout. Um, so if you want to talk about that, we have a series of workshops which we do. We have individual coaching. I love working with, I love working with really successful people who 
either want to be more successful or kind of something they've got stuck with. So I love that. So, yeah, I just sent flowers to one of my clients who got, you know, promoted to chief operating officer. And and she yeah. said, she, yeah, it was really nice. She said, thanks. And, you know, you were the one who helped me. I, I don't, she did it. It's not me, but I can be the kind of catalyst for helping. You know, successful people want to be more successful and they've got to do the work. You know, it can't just be like, give me this new job on this platter because that doesn't happen. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Awesome. David Cooper, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.